Hello, welcome to 10 Minute Tips, the podcast where we talk about important things in your home that are usually overlooked. I'm your host, Austin Smith, and today I'm joined by Mick Hofflinger. Mick, how you doing? Good, man. Good evening. Good evening. Well, before we begin, I want to take just a moment to recognize our sponsor, 10 Minute Tips, is sponsored by My HVAC Advocate. My HVAC Advocate is a company that puts you in total control of the HVAC replacement process through a pressure-free and 100% contactless online platform. Let's face it, replacing your furnace and AC is not fun. And usually when you get to that point, it's an emergency. My HVAC Advocate wants to help make that process simpler and more affordable for you. Make sure to check out myhvacadvocate.com, myhvacadvocate.com to talk with an expert and get up to five free quotes on new equipment today. All right, Mick, we have a doozy today. Programmable thermostats is the topic. We've got a lot of information to cover. We're going to see if we can get through all this in around 10 minutes. We'll give ourselves a little bit of grace today. Um, I want to kick off the conversation with this. Should I use a programmable thermostat? Yes or no? The simple answer would be yes. Simply simply put, <laughs> yes. Well, what's the difference, Mick? Uh, a programmable and a non-programmable, what do they look like? How do they function? What might I have in my house? So when I think of a non-programmable thermostat, I think of the old uh, bronze-looking circles on the wall <laughs> that were made out of mercury that yeah. you just go back and forth, and uh, it may have one on-off switch or something underneath it. You spin the knob, set the temperature. It was and... my grandma's house, and, yep. you know... Don't touch a thermostat. <laughs> you know, that's what I think of with a non-programmable thermostat. Basically, everything on the market now is moving towards programmable and smart type of thermostats. And here's why. Um, it's more efficient. You know, yeah. it's it's better. There's a lot of people that like all the techie type of stuff. Um, you can connect your thermostat to your phone. Yeah. You can control it from the beach. Yeah. Um, people like that kind of stuff. So um, why would you ever go with the simplest thermostat out there when you can get something that not only is it cooler, <laughs> but but it, you might get an incentive from your uh, uh, power company. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, and, and you may even save a little bit of money by using it. Yeah. So yeah. Why I think, would you ever not? I think the idea of a programmable thermostat can be a little bit intimidating for some people. And I want to be clear, a programmable thermostat can be as simple as something that you can change the temperature, you know, three times throughout the day. I mean, it, it can be you set it on the wall, you hit a couple buttons, set your set temperature, set the time. That's it. That's a programmable thermostat all the way up to what is essentially a tablet on the wall that, you know, tracks tracks your phone knows when you're within a certain radius of your house and kicks on it's got geofencing yeah i mean they can get pretty intense but the weather but you can have a, a fairly simple programmable thermostat oh yeah and and it still be considered a programmable thermostat oh yeah yeah absolutely so speaking of that that difference talking about a couple different types of programmable thermostats when i go to look at there's a lot of options on the market. Do I need to go downstairs, look at the brand of my furnace and match that to the new thermostat I get? Does that matter? Because I know there's a lot of companies, you know, Google has Nest. They make a thermostat. Honeywell makes a lot of different types of thermostats. Neither of those make furnaces, but they still create thermostats. 
Is that compatible with my furnace? Do I need to look at the manufacturer specific? How does that work? So here's what I would say. Um, if you have a basic furnace, even two-stage type of equipment, uh, you could probably use any thermostat on the market, and that's fine. Um, if you have the highest-end equipment, fully modulating AC, fully modulating furnace, uh, here, here's the deal. If you want the the uh, efficiencies, you want the programmability, you want all of the functionality that you were promised on that equipment, you're going to probably have to use the thermostat provided by that company. Yeah. If it's Linux, you're going to have to get the Linux thermostat. If it's uh, train, you're going to have to get the train thermostat. Um, because if you use anything else, you use a Nest, you use a, a Honeywell T6 Pro Wi-Fi or whatever, you're going to probably lose a little bit of the functionality because it's not the same algorithms, it's not the same learning whatever yeah. that they have programmed in there. Um, and it's, it's just a little bit different. So um, that's just something to consider. But if you had mid-grade equipment or, you know, one-stage equipment, um, you can probably use anything, including the Nest, the Honeywell series, everything um, with your furnaces. Yeah. Is there anything specifically that I should avoid? Um, and, and I want to tell the story real quick. I, yeah. I've been in homes before where excited, we just got this Nest thermostat, but it feels like it's not working right. What did we do wrong? Can you take a look? And it turns out the thermostat setup was was correct. The wiring was all hooked up properly. But the thermostat itself sat in a dining room that wasn't near the front door, wasn't near the kitchen, wasn't near the back door. Nobody ever walked through there. So and it didn't so sense anything. It didn't sense that anybody was home. It was trying to learn when are you home, when are you gone, yeah. what's the rhythm. It couldn't figure it out because nobody walked through that room. Yeah. So... So here's something to consider with that, if I can jump in. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of thermostats now, you can get like a remote sensor yeah. that's tied to it, and you can take it into different rooms. Um, you know, if, if I did not have a uh, higher-end Linux system with a with the higher-end Linux thermostat, I probably would get uh, a, a type of thermostat that had a remote sensor, and a lot of the companies offer that now. Yeah. And you can take that sensor into your bedroom at night or into the living room if you're in there. And whatever that temperature is on the thermostat will be achieved wherever that remote sensor is, Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, that is nice. My next question, Mick, I want to get a new programmable thermostat. I want to upgrade. Is it something I can do myself or do I need to call a professional? Because I, I see them in the store. I see them at, at Lowe's. You know, they're in the hardware stores. I can just buy it. I'm sure it's got instructions. I'm kind of smart. Maybe watch a YouTube video. I can probably figure it out. Good idea, bad idea. So I am not technical, and I'm not one of those people that's really into all the techie type of stuff. Here, and I have done a lot of construction. Here's what I'm gonna tell you. Um, you know, you pull that thermostat off the wall, the old one, and find out you have, let's just say, two wire, and you need four wire for the new thermostat, or let's just say you have or five wire and then you know you got the crazy thermostat that requires eight wire thermostat wire um unless you're you know special and you have those kind of skills <laughs> to pull wire through the wall and through the basement and you know to the you know furnace uh you're probably gonna have to require a professional yeah so here's here's what i would recommend 
call it professional, <laughs> have them do it. You know, yeah, you're going to pay a little extra. Uh, you're probably going to pay a little extra, not only for the wire, but also for the thermostat. And here's what also you're paying for, uh, a better warranty normally and a guarantee that it's going to work. And uh, yeah, if, if you're trying to do this at like eight or nine o'clock at night and you wreck it, uh, <laughs> you're going to pay a premium for someone to come out yeah. and fix it. Yeah. So uh, something to consider, um, you know, just pay a professional, have them do it. Find someone that's got good Google reviews and that you can trust. Yeah. I just imagine a scenario where, you know, I've got a heat pump, I've got a humidifier, I've got, you know, a, a UV light, I've got all these different things going on downstairs. I've got eight wires coming through the wall and I buy the wrong thermostat. That's just a... That's a bad day. Not a great situation to find and, yourself and in. And here's the other part of this. Uh, having somebody who can program all that stuff to work properly on that new thermostat is imperative. Yeah. Because if you have a, let's just say a $700... Uh, humidifier and a thousand dollar UV light on your system and neither one is working you wasted a bunch of money yep yep and you're not comfortable it's a lose-lose it's a lose-lose okay next question I got my new thermostat installed I'm looking at the program settings I'm figuring out what's comfortable for me and my family I want to be as energy efficient as possible we're all gone during the day at 8 30 a.m. the last person leaves the house I'm gonna set the temperature in the summer to to just rise up 10 degrees. I don't want the AC to run at all during the day. An hour or so before we get home, I'll have it kick back on, make up that difference, bring the temperature back down. Good idea, bad idea, efficiency-wise, what are you thinking? So a couple things. Uh, number one, it's a bad idea, okay. and I'll tell you what, <laughs> um, your AC is gonna have to work hard to get back to whatever your original set point is. So, you know, you, you jump 10 degrees, let's just say you jump from 68 to 78 and it's 95 degrees outside, your, your AC is gonna work extremely hard to get back to 68 degrees. Um, not only that, but if you're one of the 70% of people who don't normally get your AC or furnace maintained, um, and you have a bunch of uh, cottonwood or something else, grass uh, clippings that are sucked into your AC unit, it's kind of like running a marathon with a 50-pound pack on. It's not <laughs> fun. So um, the, the first thing I would say is uh, get your AC and furnace maintained. Um, if you want to jump it a couple degrees, yeah, you might save a little money. But if you really want to save money uh, year-round on your bills, you probably wouldn't need to add insulation to your home. Mm. It keeps the heat out in the summer, and it keeps the heat in in the winter. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that's usually overlooked. Cool. Any other specific things that I can do to maximize efficiency of my system in terms of my thermostat? Um, read the instruction manual. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Be familiar <laughs> with that. Important. Yeah. I mean, know the, know the capabilities of your equipment, uh, you know, and, um, there's a lot of cool stuff out there and you can get, you know, if you go with the Google platform, you can connect your nest and your Alexa and all these things together. And that's really cool. If you go with the Honeywell platform, you can connect your thermostat. Uh, you know, they have Honeywell cameras, they have Honeywell uh, uh, water leak detectors that you can put in the basement, and it's all on an app. So, you know, if, if you're in Florida, you can see the temperature, you can see if there's a water leak in your basement, 
you can see if anyone's snooping around the house. You know, there's there's so much available now to a homeowner if if you uh, like that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, the 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 possibilities are endless. Yeah, I'll throw this out there too. We didn't mention it yet. I feel like we say it every episode. Your thermostat should have a setting to keep your fan on all the time. Absolutely. Good idea. Absolutely. Good idea. Especially if you have a good filter. Yeah, especially if the good filter. It's going to cool. filter all the air through the house. So to summarize, um, essentially programmable thermostat is a good idea. There's a lot of cool functionality. Not every programmable thermostat is crazy tech intense. Um, but if you want to get the most out of your high-end equipment, you're probably going to need to look at that manufacturer's thermostat. Yep. Um, probably don't adjust the temperature tens degree tens of degrees up and down throughout the day even though you can with a programmable thermostat um and and call a professional absolutely cool well thank you guys for listening to 10 minute tips again be sure to check out all that my has to offer be sure to listen next week uh we're going to discuss how to prepare for a snowstorm hopefully it's coming hopefully we don't encounter a massive snowstorm this winter but you never know well eyes ahead. Have a good week. We'll talk to you guys next time.